listener, this is Ralph from Beer, Blood, and the Bayou, reminding you that if you love our podcast, please rate and subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Classmates.com, or wherever you consume our show. We also want to remind you that if you have any questions, comments, or would like to unload on our latest podcast, please call us at 405-806-0476 or write us at listener at beerbloodbayou.com. Thanks. Beer Blood in the Bayou contains adult language, graphic descriptions of delicious hop treats, and real crimes perpetrated in and around the greater Houston metropolitan area. Viewer discretion is advised. Bitches. Okay, so Paul Flart. So what happened? the The story behind him. First of all, hilarious video. I know you watched it. It was hilarious. You talking about uh, Bob Blart, the movie? No, Paul Flart this is a take on take on that guy's name. It was wait a, the security the security hospital guard? security guard who got Kevin fired. James? Kevin James. No, he got fired for uh, releasing a master cut of uh, a bunch of his farts over the course of a year. The story you is, can get fired for that. Yeah, because he went viral. It was on Instagram, and he's wearing a lucky ones. I've never gotten fired for that. So the story was is that the story is is that guy was uh, he noticed he he was always after it was when the front area was completely cleared out because he wasn't going to embarrass himself. Um, he said it was usually after all the uh, hospital's patients were gone. Yeah, uh, he noticed that it had some really great acoustics in that room when he'd fart, and so he would <laughs> he'd send it to all of his friends, uh, uh, his group of friends from back home, and they would say. This is gold. You yeah. got to share this with the world, man. <laughs> so that's when he put together his Instagram page, and sure enough, a guy became uh, semi fart famous. And uh, yeah, hopefully, I think he's going to make a career out of farting. And it was at a hospital. Yeah, he was a security guard at the front of the hospital. Can I, I say something real quick? He got so fired, and he, and he and he videoed that on Instagram. I I just want you to know that I watched the video, and I was I was rolling. I mean, like tears. I was streaming tears. I saw y'all watching it when I walked in, but I thought it was, I just saw a piece of it. I thought it was like a high-rise security. I didn't know it was a hospital. That's a little, <laughs> yeah. that's worse. Like, like, like could maybe, like that fart smell could maybe get Well, I was in a hospital once and I smelled an extremely strong odor, which was obviously urine. Yeah. And I asked a nurse, I go, hey, what is that? And she's like, oh, you know, a catheter back broke or something. It happens all the time. And yeah. I'm like. Uh, really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, but you understand that. But I'm that, talking like in the lobby, not in like the hallway of where the rooms are. I know, like, but you understand that like that is what hospital personnel have to put up with every day. You do know that, right? I get it. But I mean, bedpans, uh, you know, pack, catheter bags like spilling open. I mean, that's basically what they have to do. And it's, uh, and let's just, can we just go ahead and throw it out to all the nurses real quick? That's all. Dude. Give it up to nurses. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. I mean, I... Actually, uh, um, yeah. Uh, you know, give it up to... Give a nurse story. Well, no, I have a... Um, I'll tell you what. I, I have a quick nurse story, so... Thank God. I didn't think Brower had anything there. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. I was looking up a beer that I had from Meat Sweats yesterday. Okay, hold on real quick. Before we get into Meat Sweats, I just want you guys to know that you guys do realize that the nurses are really kind of more the lifeblood of oh. any sort of, like, critical unit. 
I've spent uh, about uh, you know let's say a quarter of a year in a mm-hmm. hospital with uh, with a um, um, relative relative watching them pass away. Yeah. So uh, you know, I, I got to see firsthand how how um, how uninformed and uh, how underwhelming doctors can be. Yeah. With yeah. With, with their with, with their supposed knowledge and um, I, the, the, see the look on a doctor's face. He's kind of given up. Is a very scary look. Yeah, and where I mean, I, I saw a guy just give like give me a, a shake his a, shake his head one way or the other, and shrugged his shoulders like well, I don't know, I don't know what to do now. So what I've seen very similar, Briar, is that I've seen um, a doctor you know making his rounds and he comes in mm-hmm. and then he takes the nurse aside and the nurse basically says, "This is the current situation," and she said, "This is you know this is what I did. I did this this. I hooked him to this IV and." Basically, nine times out of ten, I heard the doctor say, "Carry on." You know oh, what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, basically, no, 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 like no. Bas- no, no. What That's I mean amazing. is like what I mean is like basically the nurse assessing the situation correctly, right? And then like literally, basically just diagnosing like, well, what the fuck is going on. There's more to it than that because I, I, yeah. I, I know exactly what you mean. And, and I've had doctors. Uh, I had a neurologist one time. Um, come into the room, and the charge nurse had just gotten on, and she wasn't assu- wasn't sure where th- my relative was in her care and her numbers and her all of her all the uh, the readings on her uh, or X rays for her lungs, and I told him all the stuff. Yeah, and the doctor said, oh, "Okay," and he everything I said he used as okay. Now I'll make my determination oh, or wow. my diagnosis for the day. Uh, I mean, all they really do is they just come around and they're you know they're swiping their cards, right? Yeah, they just walk up. The, the neurologist, the cardiologist, the uh, the other, you know, it's like five minutes they're in there. Not like, if that. I mean, no, they, no, they make their rounds. Yeah, it's and, and so, it's like, what are you supposed to do? It's like, no, you know what? Keep the neurologist, the cardiologist. We'll just yeah. take, we'll take our other guys that we're, we're here to play with. Yeah, that's it. No, you can't do that. You can't. You gotta have the gotta have the appetizer, the entree, and the dessert. Yeah, I think <laughs> of all the. Uh, fields in our life that the person in the room that by all accounts has the most uh, knowledge that we need to have in a situation uh, it would be it would be the medical field i think that the doctors it should be the other way around that they're spending more time i mean you don't go to a five-star steakhouse with your family and the and the chef doesn't walk in the kitchen and the dishwasher's like uh yeah, I'm gonna finish this steak for you if you want. Yeah. He's like, yeah, that's cool. I'm gonna go smoke. Yeah, it, it's not like. Well, that. I'll tell you what. So if we want to do like the restaurant, well, if, we, if we want it more than a, I'm okay. Maybe not. A, I'm not. I mean, maybe it's a bad analogy. I'm not saying a dishwasher. Well, but like, no, no, no. no. Worked, like we worked at a restaurant. You would say uh, the cold side lady. All of a sudden, we know what I mean. Doing the fryer. I, I'm not downplaying nursing at all. That they're obviously the heart of the hospitals. But I'm just saying that of all the fields, the people that are have the education that for the particular. Uh, field they're in with the most i, I guess by all accounts the you, most. you want them to be the smartest guys in the room you want them to be more attentive and be there a little bit longer you don't want them to walk by and check on the the new cook that just got out of the art institute school who's making the steak you want him to stick around and cook the steak and talk more about it at least in five fucking minutes i mean and it's not like that mm-hmm. and it's way more important to uh, watch over someone's life than uh, steak being cooked yeah you know i mean Ralph, yeah. it's just a weird field What's that? What were you about to say? No, I was just going to say, I mean, if you want to use the analogy from, uh, you know, the restaurant side, I mean, basically. Are you going to make mine better? 
My, oh, my no, name. I'm going to punch oh, it up. You. I'm just, a little punch up word. Nah, whatever. I'm just, all, all I'm saying, all I'm saying though. Can we hear that, that edit? I'm not even in this whole thing. No, the lifeblood of, if we're going on restaurants, I mean, the fucking lifeblood of restaurants, just like nurses or hospitals, is the line cooks, dude. Because, I mean, basically the chef comes in, the master chef, like somebody like Chris Shepard, for example, right? At Underbelly, right? Like he designs the dishes and, you know, he teaches the staff how to cook it, right? But at the end of the day, like the the food that you are eating in the restaurant, that's the line. I cook. understand I that. Mean, the but line cook made but that he's meal. within yelling distance. The doctors are like no, within maybe not. maybe within pager distance on the twentieth yeah, yeah. floor, or maybe in their bedroom, which all hospitals and it's have. It's so yeah. weird that he's pagers, dude. It's just like, uh, speaking of the fuck uh, out, dude. Speaking of pagers, yeah. Uh, Bourdain, can you guys watch that show anymore? I I still do, yeah. Does I he love, have a show about I, pagers? I fucking no. love him. He's uh, dead, yeah. But, but I'm thinking about paging and pages and writers. Yeah, um, yeah. So no, but I, I, when I hear his little uh, way he wraps things up, I'm kind of like, I, I can't. I don't buy it anymore. You know, if he, I didn't know he was suicidal. Wait, wait, wait. what do you mean you don't buy it anymore? He's mean? like a misanthrope. You know, I mean, yeah. you know, when he does his little wrap up, when he talks about like a location or a yeah. food or a people or whatever. Yeah, you're like, well. This guy, this guy's got death in his heart. You know, yeah. he's gonna, he's gonna. I, I feel like everything he's saying now. Well, is skewed, let, let's give it. Hold on, way. real quick. Can we give it some context, real quick? So, you do know that his, uh, his wife, Asia. What's, his, what's her last name? Artanio or whatever. Asia so. Argento. Yeah, our, yeah. There you go. Asia Argento. So that was Anthony Bourdain's girlfriend at the time. So of what? The suicide. Okay. So you do know that she was the first. Harvey Weinstein, go ahead. Yeah, she was the first Harvey Weinstein accuser. Yeah. Right? Okay. Mm-hmm. And then it very recently got out that... Oh, that's right. That she... she Had paid, her own Me Too moment. She had her own Me Too moment, exactly. Um, it was like a 16-year-old boy, was it? 17-year-old yeah, boy? I think, I think he was 16 or 17. Anyhow, so she had a tryst with him, a sexual relationship, and uh, he brought a suit against her, and do you know who paid it out? Anthony The $300,000 payment? So what? Yeah, it was Anthony Bourdain, right? So what? Well, so what I'm what I'm going to say to you is that <clears throat> is that why he killed himself? Well, well, hold on. So money. Hold on, hold on. So I I don't think really it was money. It was maybe integrity, right? So he stuck up for her a lot, like when she first came out, like as being an accuser, right? And he had to stand by that. And then later on, it came that, out that see, he was I, one I of the. I don't buy that. People don't. People don't off themselves off of like, oh my god, what just happened? And then I'm I don't know, man. Some people don't no, listen. No, no. This some is people years like what they stand in the making. Some people like what they stand for and their integrity and that sort of thing. Have you we done any research on this, or are we just assuming? No, this is this basically well, right. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to be a fucking scientist to have an opinion, Josh. Yeah, yeah I know. This I know, is but I feel like there's like there's got to be more hearsay here. No, it's it's pretty accurate, like what we're talking about. Yeah, but my my bottom line here is that I think he stood for something and he really believed. And the whole Me Too movement. And then I think he knew it was going to come out that he had to pay off this perhaps, accuser. Perhaps. But and not, it made him... I mean, because think, not think about... of killing himself. I know, but think about the embarrassment. Let me, let, me, let me explain this to you. Think about the embarrassment if he would have been alive. Think about that. Okay? He has to know that he is cool enough that he could have rolled that into something else so much better. Yeah, maybe, maybe. He could have parlayed that into something else like, hey, look, you know, everyone makes mistakes, and, like, this is, what, this is how we grow and learn from it. I don't you know. know. I mean, and he's a guy who got – he could come up with his own form of Me Too. I'm just telling you yeah, right now Me that Too if cooking. You, if, <laughs> listen, if you, want, if you want to point to 
like a really good reason for the suicide. You know, I think that's it. I'm sure it played into it. Dude, that was good. Listen, at at some point that was going to come out, okay? The guy, he has like a daughter. You know, I think maybe it was just too much for him to handle. I mean, think about that. It would have been all over the wire. He would have to defend himself like consistently. He made all these positions about uh, her speaking out against Harvey Weinstein. And then there he is literally defending a woman who paid off you know, a Me Too you know, accuser. I mean, yeah, think about that. Yeah, no, I I think it's, um, we, this, it, it's crazy waters in which we find ourselves in. Um, and, and even having an opinion, you get to worry about how people are going to take it or whatever. But um, my personal opinion uh, when it comes in regards to suicide, to me that is a long-time um, thought that does not just pop up because of, of something. Well, <clears throat> this is a monstrous issue for him I, I would imagine i think he could have weathered that storm and i think yeah. be if that being if that was the only problem i think he was smart enough i thought he had he a drug problem that. too or alcohol yeah, you know, he went, no he did he, he was, was a heroin yeah, yeah. So, well i mean, I mean you know he, he openly admitted that the restaurant industry is what got him into it which that's that's part of the business right um you have those i thought it was hours. i mean i started doing heroin when i worked at the restaurant well i didn't do any that's smack, not true josh you did not that's not true at all yeah so, but anyway, speaking of restaurants, yeah, meat, meat, meat sweats. Oh, meat sweats. God, what first a... of all, I, I want to say, yeah, that I thoroughly enjoyed myself yesterday. Oh my god! And I tried and drank way, way too many beers. Yesterday. I passed out in a recliner last night at six p.m. I was here. Were you there when I? I, did I that? actually have a video of Jackson trying to wake you up. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, Cold pass out. By the way, hold on real quick. So, so James came over and he made us um, old fashions with egg. Yes, right. Old fashioned uh, whiskey sours. I had I had two of those. I think is that right? Well, and how when I said I was going to put an egg white in it, weren't you like about to throw up? Yeah, I was like, that's disgusting. But and then you drank it, so... and you're like, want me to pour eggs on you? Oh so my good. god! Yeah, I wanted like an egg bukkake yeah. on my face. It was so fucking good, dude. Yeah, we went through that whole bottle, and we it was, did. We opened it. Hey, what uh, bottle? What, what did you bring? What did you bring? Uh, 1836. Oh, you weren't using my whiskey. I didn't know you had any, but I'll take some when I leave. Do I have a whole bar of whiskey behind? Uh, the... I didn't even brag about it on the podcast, but no, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. No, it was good, though. I, uh, I'm still Dude, actually, it was so good. I am still, I don't know if it's, I'm probably still hungover, but I'm definitely still tired. That was a long day in the heat. Yeah. Real quick, let's talk, real quick, mm-hmm. just real quick. The recipe, what did you, you put in there? Egg whites, whiskey. Oh yeah, it's uh, just simple sugar, egg whites. Yeah, fresh lemon juice. Oh, so good. Um, bitters. Yeah. And did you bring that? I brought all that. Yeah, I don't have the bitters. And you have to. Um, I brought it. You have to shake it. You know, uh, that bar on uh, Westheimer Anvil makes them. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, the best ones in town. It was so. And good. Julep makes them too, actually. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's like an old-fashioned way of making a whiskey sour. That's it how I used really to make good. them. Back, apparently, back in the roaring twenties. Yeah. But who would have thought? I mean, when I made them as a bartender, it was you get a crappy squirt of sweet and sour out of the gun after <laughs> I just gave someone a diet coke right in front of it. Yeah. And uh, you put some whiskey in it and get called a day. Fuck craft cocktails. Yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, you, you back to meat sweats. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, meat sweats was great. Yeah, I mean, Swiss was great. Oh, that was yeah. a great description, Brower. Uh, well, hey, well, I gotta say we, we met <laughs> tons thorough. and tons of people. We met tons of people. We no. had a lot of fans come out. I couldn't we believe did. it. Did. We did. Uh, we we have to change uh, the way our, the way we think and the way we approach this podcast. It's crazy. We used man. to think that we were only talking to our one fan. Yeah. Turns out, 
well, a lot of a lot forum. more followers on Instagram. It sounds like yeah. maybe our fan is telling people to follow the Instagram. I don't know who's telling who what, but but there were um, people, a lot of people there to, to come meet us, and we appreciate it. And you know, I yeah. feel bad, but I don't think we were as prepared. As no, we should have been. I, we were definitely I thought, not as prepared. I thought we would be introducing ourselves to people. I did not know people would be introducing themselves to us. Yeah, I was actually referring to our setup because I brought the easy up and I forgot how long it had been in my creepy shed in the backyard. I didn't tell you all this story. But when I, we have a shed in our backyard that came with the house and it's been super scary. I don't know how many people were killed in it, but I'm always afraid to go out there to it. <laughs> and I opened this metal shed door that was already freaky. And I shit you not, out of the easy up bag, a rat came out of it. Or, oh my god! And it might have been—I mean, it was about the size of a, a cat. I mean, yeah. it was—I I don't even—I almost didn't even grab it. Yeah. And he looked at me too, like, "Dude, <laughs> I'm gonna get you." I, I'm sleeping, man. And he even did his arms like this, like that little, yeah. like, dude. Yeah. Yeah. But um, that's where I think all those holes were in the roof. I think he yeah. was chewing through the roof. Yeah. So I think he was making himself at home. A, and, few, uh, a few things we realized. Number one, so there were you know basically twenty breweries there yesterday, you know, mm-hmm. and they had like beautiful easy ups, right? Amazing, yeah. And they're all like crazy beautiful. They spent thousands of dollars on their easy. That up was game. the worst when they told us how much they paid, and yeah. I'm like, I yeah. got this one at Academy. Yeah. And, used and then I, I, I basically went to FedEx. I got some printouts. I went to Walmart and got some poster board and. I uh, I glued them to the uh, with a glue stick. Yeah, yeah, with a glue stick post board, and um, <laughs> then Brower Brower posted it uh, the setup to his uh, to his Facebook, and um, we had some friends and basically said, "You guys need some money." Yeah, Who's Who's that? That? I think it was I think it was Mikey. No, he said Costco. Oh well, no, somebody said like you guys need a better setup or whatever. Well, so well, it was like a little embarrassing. I mean, I think it was about it wasn't one. Embarrassing. I think it was one step above these kids down the street last week and then had a lemonade stand. Yeah, set up. Yeah, yeah. Hey, by the way, uh, some people didn't have easy up, which. Uh, let's be true. Truth be told, it would have been better using an easy up for inside. Yeah, that was yeah. kind of weird. Yeah. I think it might have been better without my gross easy up. Maybe, mm. I mean, even like a big golf umbrella probably would look better because yeah. it was I mean, pretty gross looking. Let's let's be honest though. I think we I think we have some room to improve our game, right? Oh, a hundred percent. Well, next time we need a uh, we need sign spinners. We decided on that. <laughs> so if our fan knows anybody that can spin a sign and hopefully do the you know dance with headphones on, those yeah. those are always the guys that take it to the next level. We want that. Yeah. Beer blood and buy you science. We could just get some spines. I mean, they only pay them like fifteen bucks an hour. Really? Is that what they go for? Wow, I think so. And basically, just like we need a what what they call there's a competition for that. By the way, no, no, no. I don't know if y'all know this, but there is a national contest for science spinning. Yeah. Uh, and y'all aren't that interested. By my uh, by my office, there's always uh, science spinners in different locations, and I drive by them around lunchtime, and I see every once in a while somebody one of them be on their phones, and I'm thinking. Who the fuck is calling you, and what do you need to talk to them about? I had exactly. one hit. I had I mean, one hit. Like, tell me that's your girlfriend, and I'll just know that this is truly a man's world. Uh, this guy who's spinning signs for a job. Well, okay. All right. Everyone, I applaud all work. All work is noble. Agreed. Yeah. But, I mean, let's get real. This guy's spinning signs. It's like 109 degrees outside, Yeah. and he's on his Primeco phone. I had one hit my car at a stoplight. A sign spinner. Oh, he awesome. was like going crazy with it, and it was for like a Quiznos or something. And I was actually eating like McDonald's in my car, and I was like, "Is this guy calling me out because I'm so fat?" He's like, "Go get more food, fatty." <laughs> like, but I think obviously he lost control of his sign, and it just hit my windshield and scared the shit out of me. 
But, but it was like a Quiznos when I thought maybe he was really advertising more food for me. But Yeah, I, the guys at Spin Signs where I'm at, it's for like a relaxation store and something else. Yeah. Um, I, like, I like the tax season ones. They dress up like the, <laughs> oh, the Statue of Liberty. Oh, That's got to be the worst so one. Gross. Oh, the used costumes they must have to wear. Oh, it's terrible. That's, yeah. Let's let's do a long pause after that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's let's talk about just just quick like just give wait, a couple. Wait, wait. So I want to I want to give a couple of shout outs. To yeah. Like well, we're not, we can't really shout out specific people. I don't think yeah. we can name names because we didn't, we didn't ask get anyone. releases from anybody. Yeah, no we're not. No one specifically yeah. told us to give their names. Yeah. I think we can do Instagram maybe names. Instagram right? handles maybe. Yeah. Let's uh, do that baby. Speaking of Instagram handles, our yeah. our chef. We had a friend, a friend yeah. volunteer, yeah, and cook for us. Please definitely give us permission. We can we can say his name. Well, whatever. Well, not his last name. But um, yeah, maybe maybe you're right. Yeah, yeah. I, I am we'll right. Him, That's uh, not what we'll you call doing. him. Flyboy. Flyboy. So, <laughs> so uh, he flew into town and and uh, cooked us a hell of a brisket. Flyboy Chad, we really appreciate yeah, it. We're yes. very very appreciative. And, he uh, cooked us. He cooked us like a fucking amazing brisket, man. While um, he stayed up all night smoking meat, he did. He really right. did. You know that, delicious. right? Which uh, Ralph did all the time in college. No, I never <laughs> did any of that. Wait. Oh, yes, maybe. I mean, my crazy. Yes, days, but anyway, so yeah, we we're very appreciative of yeah, Chad. Chad. Thank you so much. We and really, I think you really should have won. It. To be honest, it was yeah. amazing. you know what? It had the uh, perfect amount of crust. It was the perfect crust. It was good. Yep. It was delicious. Yeah. But you know, the stiff competition out there. Yeah, yeah. a lot Absolutely. of good meat. A lot of good meat. Yeah, uh, I heard there's a jambalaya cookoff coming down the pike. I think so. where? Yeah, yeah. Not sure. Another actually, location. actually, I think they're gonna. Like it, it could be anywhere in America. We have it. no yeah, idea. Spindle Tap's gonna do. Yeah, Spindle oh, Tap's gonna do it. Yeah. Oh wow! I'd totally get in that. Yep. Uh, okay. Speaking uh, back, we're back with delicious dish. Yes. <laughs> Anyhow, so let's let's just. I just want to throw out a couple other names, people who showed up, um, people who just that that, uh, that told you that you could use their name. <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, I mean. Well, guys, no, no, not necessarily. I, so. You need to only mention the ones that agree yeah. to it. So, okay, so uh, Scuba Monster um, from Instagram, he showed up. Did Dave Gave Ward us, really show up? No, Dave Ward did not show up. But Scuba Monster. Why did, did you tell me Dave Ward showed up? You liar! Scuba Monster showed up. He gave us me big old high five. Choose Houston. They showed up. They're a beer blog. I'm sorry, a food blog. That's right. Here in Houston, they showed up. Gave us high fives. Houston Unicorn. She showed up along okay. with Rory. Uh, they showed up, gave us high fives. Um, yeah, just some, you know, just some really good people, fans of the show. You know, everyone we met, uh, they were all great. Absolutely, yeah. Oh, and then the other breweries that were there were pretty great too. Yeah. And everyone there was like very. There's a very communal vibe and very communal feel, and it was uh, it was really cool. I, you know, I, but overall, I think it was pretty good. Do we know how much money was raised? Uh, we don't know yet, so it's still being calculated. But um, yeah, yeah but well, I, I, I thought, overall it was I, great. Yeah, I thought actually, I thought there was a. I thought towards the end, man, we had some pretty good turnout, dude. Oh, no, no. Yeah, it was a good turnout. I, it, was, uh, it was pretty good, I, dude. I was getting pretty drunk towards the end, to be I honest. I was fucking hammered. So we, yeah, had, so our, we had our own keg um, giving away B-52 beer, which I couldn't believe, by the way. A B-52 New England IPA. And, um, hey, I'm glad we did it. Thank you, uh, B-52, for giving us something to give out because we had nothing. Yeah. I so mean, we, that had, was we, had, we had like one brisket. <laughs> we had, no, and stickers. Don't forget the stickers. Oh, we had stickers. That's right. The stickers were a big hit. We had stickers all up. In I there. collected tons of stickers. Oh, by the way, did you? Oh, st- sorry. One more. One more. Uh, Mercy to Mitch's biggest fan. Um, oh, yeah. We met him. Man. Yeah, yeah. He was fucking like. 
He had a bunch of stickers on him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, He's at the rodeo. He put stickers all over him. He was fucking super cool. Super. What a great guy, dude. Uh, Did you see the video that I shared with you with your daughter being told to get away from the stickers? Oh, Bearded Fox. Bearded Fox. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Mike and Dom over Bearded Fox. That was uh, yeah. uh, Mike, you're welcome. By the way, yeah. To get away from the stickers. Well, yeah. uh, uh, Ralph's daughter was. uh, Going crazy with the stickers and uh, kept get like get him or whatever. Bearded Fox had to remind them that like, okay, enjoy your wine. Yeah, you know, somebody, uh, oh, yeah, somebody has to pay for these. Stickers. Yeah, your daddy doesn't have these expensive ones. That we yeah, do yeah. <laughs> take your take your daddy's bullshit stickers and take speaking them. of <laughs> speaking of kids, I looked over at one point from underneath our beautiful easy up that had holes in the ceiling, and I saw a random woman walking, holding Jackson's hand. Across the way, and I'm yeah. I, I got like kind of nervous, like America's America's most I, yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah. so he's getting kidnapped right in front of yeah, me, yeah, yeah. And I, you know, she jumped in action, jump in yeah. action, yeah. And I'm like, can I help you? And this is Jacko Jackson. What's going on? And she's like, oh my god, this, this, are you his dad? Because he was uh, playing. Uh, he was like almost waist deep in the. Um, they had those trash cans, whatever was draining from the equipment. Yeah, with a where they're actually cooking the beer. Yeah, yeah. And I'm hoping the spindle tap's not listening, but he, well, he wasn't. Wait, it wasn't his feet. Cooking he, the beer. What are you talking? If about? you looked where the the actual like a bright tank, what the brew mean? tanks, the metal yeah, bright bright tank, yeah, yeah. The, every one of them had a big trash clean, can. okay, okay, blue yeah. trash can with some kind of liquid. Yeah, bright tank, up. bright tank, yeah. Is that what that was? I don't yeah. know. Well, he was playing in it apparently. Uh, like had bent over. He was bent over. And like was, he was like, like slashing into- it. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you kidding me? It's okay, man. We all grow up in the brewery, you know. Yeah, fuck. I wish I did, man. Yeah. Anyhow, okay. So this is this is beer blood in the bayou. Um, across so here we are live yet again not in alaska i think we're gonna do like two more shows here that's here right in so person across the table from me is brower hey brower's here he's hey. here he's uh here and diversified yeah he's here he's in charge and then uh to the left of me i have mr josh james welcome james hey uh james. Hold on. and then i am hold on and then you guys actually should start introducing me. Oh, and and, and you are who am I? Let's say it. Oh well, he's back again. He's back. He's back for more. His name is Ralph, and he's here to stay. <laughs> he's Sweetwater. <laughs> he's he's here. He's here. He's here for for podcasting. <laughs> okay, that was a good intro for you. Yeah. Okay. So, oh, also before you on, there's, yeah. a, there's a there is a chance that we could potentially be at Lone Pine next weekend. Hey, that's right. Wait, wait, wait. as in these next couple of days coming up, like the end of this week. That is correct. Okay, that is not guaranteed. We are not. We need. We need to solidify that. We're not going to have a necessarily a booth set up, but it has been uh, in the works for a while. Um, because it's the Renaissance on the some high level high level negotiations with yeah. We've been talking to uh, the ownership, high end beer people at uh, Lone Pine. Lone Pine. Yeah, that'd be great. Let's do it. Be great. So there's a chance for that. Okay. Yeah. Hey. Uh. You know, we will be doing more of these. I yes. Can, I can definitely see us doing more of these. Uh, it was a great time, wasn't it? I, I agree. And, it was uh, so much fun, dude. You know, where where I think that we kind of uh, uh, fell short, we didn't encourage enough of our own friends to show up. Which next isn't time that fucked up, by the way? Yeah, we don't. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. I'm just like. I mean, I think about like all our very close personal friends who listen. Did you see him out there? Zero. Yeah. Kurt. Kirk was there. That's right. Yeah. And his girl, oh, June. And, yeah, that's right. Oh, Jeremy. Jeremy Urich was there. 
There you go. Uh, oh, yep. That's right. Probably yeah. should say his last name, but it's okay. Yeah, we'll get we'll get a uh, we'll get our street team together. Yeah. Uh, so the the bloodyans. But it was really good to see a lot of people who we didn't know show up. Our bloody you know, friends, like people who like literally, you know, we've never met before, and just fans, dude. It's like people yeah, who are out them, there, like they were called Bayou Rats. Bayou Rats. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody Bayou Rats. Oh my God, maybe that's it. Maybe that's what they. Just the Bayou Rats. Do you want to be called a? Do you want to be called a rat? Well, I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah, what, what else? We could, the Bayou Babes or the Bayou Boys? Mm. Bayou Rats yeah. is pretty good, actually. That's right. We'll, we'll okay, think cool. of something. All right, guys. So we're going to come up with the beer I'll think section. of something better. What? I'll think of something better than Brown. Okay, cool. No, you won't. They, <laughs> you didn't get much better. You can piggyback and you can add your little word to it, but you're not going to get much better. Okay, cool. All right. We are going to do the beer section next. I could use the rat in my shed as the mascot. Hey, well, you do. We'll be right back with the beer. Okay, and we will be right back. Right back. After this. Beer. Beer. And we're back. We're back. Y'all should have done like a. Uh, we're back. Since she's here this time, you should have done a. Um, hey everybody, we uh, we got some. You know what? You you got some, we got some good news. We got some bad news. Wait, well, hold on. I should have done what? You well, I mean, since uh, who you're about to mention is on the podcast, you uh-huh. should have had her like singing and you playing guitar or, or piano and like y'all have done like a family oh, intro, intro song. Yeah, something yeah. really. Don't y'all work on music together, <laughs> dude? We're so hot. Yeah, we used to before. We I'll had tell you what. Y'all were in a yeah. folk band, right? Hey, listen. I'll tell you what. So Aren't y'all like just. A, a little little beer blood bayou trivia. One of the songs on here that I use as a bumper music. It's like actually a uh, a song that her and I recorded together. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Is this a, is you this just a, cut me out. Is this a continuation of the Cock Talk trilogy? <laughs> <laughs> so that was in college, and that was a long time ago. It, it, there was literally a song. Was it called Cock Talk? It was called No No Cock Talk. No. Actually, no. What happened was it was Penis Whisper. Is that at the time I had. Uh, a girlfriend she did like a sample like of when it was I was a like, girlfriend it was a girl that what's his name i'm not friend? gonna say her name because like i'm just not going because we don't have you, you know. wrote a song called cock talk about no i didn't write it's not called fucking cock talk it's <laughs> oh, not, a, it sounded okay. just like she was saying cock talk <sighs> fuck it okay can we just no she said talk 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 <laughs> and then fucking brower thought no brower thought she was saying cock talk i do remember that song Anyhow, can every I, time I ever someone heard that they said, "Yep, that's what she's saying." It sounds like she's saying "cock talk." So what happens? What I think it's the way you mixed it or edited it, and you you added it off the top bar of her T, and it just like it's a cock talk. So right. like, it's, and it's you know, like I will say this about that song: I remember in college, you pulled up next to me in your uh, convertible Miata, and you were blaring that song, and it sounded cool. I didn't through your speakers. A, I did not have a convertible Miata. You had yeah. that Miata with the. So what's what Delphi. I think is so amazing is that like I bring my wife like into the recording session, and the the only thing you guys can talk about are like ex girlfriends. So no, I was ex-girl- a song. What, what ex girlfriend? I don't know. It doesn't. Okay. Can I just introduce our guest? Is that okay? I guess so now. All right. So I am here. We uh, so here we are, so here we are. We're recording um, at my house, and it would only be just right to to bring in uh, my wife Danielle. 
uh, here. Danielle. 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 Oh, um, Danny boy. Oh. That's right. Uh, Danielle to the uh, beer tasting section because well, it's just right. I mean, we she puts up with us every fucking week, did she not? Jesus, she puts up with you. But it's okay. So Danielle's here. Say hi. Hi, I decided to take a break from doing um, Ralph's laundry. Is that true? Disgusting. No, she doesn't really do my laundry. Just your mumus? <laughs> your capes? Well, you know. <laughs> Just your capes and your mumus? And your ascots? Uh, your onesies? I don't have any ascots. <laughs> and your onesies? <laughs> my onesies. Thank you very much. Okay, okay. anyhow. Um, so, we have... Uh, so, I... So you guys were always upset with me because I would never share like any of my well no see what happens I fancy think, I think Alaskan what, beer. I think what? what happened was you bought those for your fancy beer friends, but they didn't want the shit either. So now you're trying to pawn it off on us like this yeah. kind of like break glass and case. Uh, no, that's not. You gave us uh, fish jerky and walrus penis. <laughs> yeah, hey, hey and, and uh, look uh, again. Uh, how many times do I have to remind you? Get that ninety eight point six degrees mitt off that fucking beer. Oh yeah, you do that. Warming that thing up to room temp or higher. Why don't we just put a microwave in here? (laughs) Anyhow, um, so before we started the podcast, I did actually open up some uh, salmon jerky. So Danielle, what'd you think of it? I thought it was delicious. I thought it was fucking great, man. I like jerky. I like salmon. Yeah. What'd you guys? Uh, What'd you guys say? It tasted like fishy jerky. Yeah. Yeah, well, I thought it was pretty good. I fucked up and didn't take my gum out, so I <laughs> I was like a blow a bubble, and it was like like a tasted like a dolphin armpit or something. It was dolphin not. fish, they're mammals. My dog yeah. was very interested in the salmon jerky. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. So it wasn't negative. basically bottom line was is that you guys bitched enough that I never shared like any of my real fancy again again I think this is bull- I'm calling bullshit on this anyhow like I didn't I didn't share enough of my fancy Alaskan beer with you guys so I figured that I would open a bottle what is that clown shoes that was no that? no no this is uh, so this is easy evil easy okay evil. yeah easy evil it's from Anchorage Brewing Company don't <laughs> drop it dude. Right, hold on. He just pours it all over my computer. <laughs> and we get like one, we drink it off my laptop. Right, Are you so reading that or pouring it on my computer? I'm reading it right here. Hold on. Okay, well, I'm just saying because I will invoice you. All right, so this is Easy Evil from Anchorage Brewing. So it's a Saison name. Brewed with Moteca and Saison uh, hops. Fermented in oak tanks with two strains of bread aged on black raspberries. Okay, so these are like Alaskan. Blackberry. So the reason why I even brought this in is mm-hmm. because I figured number one, you guys hate fucking IPAs, right? I mean, for the no. most part. I mean, the one no. I had today wasn't Good that bad. Ones I like, yeah. The one that we had, this, the more cowbell we had before the show wasn't terrible. So what was that? A uh, beer we were drinking yesterday? Boom, Boomtown. What? Boomtown Blonde. Delicious. Yeah, it was great beer, huh? It was very good. I, I know it's not an IPA. Guess what? It's not an IPA. No shit. Yeah, it, but it was very good. Yeah. yeah. I, I, what do I always say? I just need one. Okay. Need one beer. You need one beer per brew. I tried one of their stouts and it was good too. All right. So the whole but, uh, reason we'll talk about it later, I, I even brought Danielle in is because Danielle. Mm-hmm. As you guys may or may not know, fucking hates beer. Can you confirm? No, well, I don't hate beer, but I don't really like beer. You don't like? Beer? Well, you were I allergic like to it, right? Okay. No, I'm not allergic. You were though. You thought I thought for a while. Well, 
Yeah, we don't need to go into that. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For a long time, I thought I couldn't have anything with gluten in it. So that's, that's what it what was. You're talking about. An allergy. But that's not really why I don't drink beer. I just like wine better. So, I'm going out on a limb here. I'm going to try this. I'm just going to keep an open mind. Hey. That sounds like bullshit, but... Mm-hmm. Anyhow, so I invited her in because it, it this this beer I've been told multiple times by people who've who've had it who've tried it. It actually does taste a lot like wine. So really, yeah, you're gonna get some like cab notes and get some um, God, no God, <laughs> nothing. So it's it's aged it's aged in oak. Okay, so like a lot of that stuff, it kind of comes from that. So we're gonna go ahead, we're gonna try it out. I have my ninety eight point six mitt on the bottle again. I'm warming Jesus. it up. You're but no, this is a bomber, so... Buffalo fingers. I think everybody mm-hmm. here is going to love it. And most importantly, I hope my wife loves it. Okay. Are you yes. Are you going to love it? I don't know. Time will tell. Time will tell. Okay. I want the third glass. It's tell. not so hot. All right, where's your glass? I don't want to go first. This is going to be the hot stuff. <laughs> you pour hers first. I want the cold at the bottom. I don't want that okay. mint oh, flavor. such a good husband. He's pouring his first. Yeah, no, you don't want that you first one. Yeah, yeah, pour me very little. Oh it looks my god! Like wine. Holy shit! It does. What is it? it looks like? It looks like red wine. Yeah. It does. I don't know how many times I can say it does. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. It's oh, like I did, sparkling I did, I did, red I wine. I had a really good beer from Brazos Valley Brewing Company. Which one? Uh, two Step, something or other. Yeah. Okay, that is definitely not mine. That was my nickname in high school. I want a fraction of that. Want a fraction? Now this has zero calories, right? Yeah. All right, guys. So it's been poured. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's look at the color quick. What do you guys see? It looks like grape juice. Yeah. I feel like I'm in church. Yeah, red wine. Cabernet Sauvignon. Hundred percent like red wine. Grape juice plus, or or maybe this is Jesus juice. Looks like True Blood. Looks like uh, my communion at church. Yeah. Right. So if you look at it though, it's definitely. So if you can see the hint of carbonation that's still left, what do you guys see? Uh, mm-hmm. It looks like uh, still carbonation. Bubbles. What do you mean? Yeah, a bit of carb. Yeah. So it's uh, it's uh, it looks it basically looks like red wine, right? Of course, it looks. Yes, it yeah. looks. I think we've already established that. It looks yeah. like burgundy. <laughs> what a dick. Okay, so uh, just smell, smell it. What do we got? No. Oh God! It smells like wine that's turned. No, it smells, <laughs> it smells like, like used uh, wine. It smells like blood. Actually, you get a lot of fruit. You get a lot of fruit, and they get the whole blueberry note in there. It's all blueberry. No. It smells like barbecue it smells sauce. Some other kind of berries. Like what? Like what kind? Like you grapes? Maybe like or? blackberries? Yeah, blackberries. That's exactly what it is. Oh, yeah. By the way, my wife has like the best fucking palate. Like, oh, no, palate. No, she really does. I mean, I'm just saying. Palate right. bragger. <laughs> all right, you guys ready? Let's do some cheers. Come on. Yeah. There we go. Oh, right over my computer. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, God. I think it tastes better. You're mad. Smells. You're mad. <laughs> I like it. You like it? That is awful. No, it's not. Uh, that is, What's that wrong is, with it? What do you not like about for, it? Is, has, this is not beer. This That's is beer. Going. This is totally this beer. This is not beer. This, this is totally beer. Like this it does like, not taste like beer. This is like a like a dry wine. My mouth is more it dry like now. Wine. My mouth has less fluid in it. It tastes like sangria, wine. not like a red yeah. wine. It's yeah. not dry like, or like a Merlot or like a Cabernet or that is sweet awful. like a Cabernet. It tastes like sangria. Yeah, I agree. It does taste a bit like sangria. Like, like red I would wine put this with something kind of. Yeah, I would put this easy. like in a frozen margarita and love it. <laughs> I that, like this. Yeah, swirl margarita. Sangria it doesn't swirl. taste like beer, which is probably why I like it. Yeah, I uh, this is this is one of the 
I'm hands down one of the best beers I've ever had in my life. Bullshit. No, 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 it is. It's I, got I, a lot of. I, I fucking love it, dude. It's it got a lot of carbonation so though. Mm-hmm. If you get it right from the source at Anchorage Brewing, it is ten times better. I mean, it is. It is so good. I I cannot go on and on enough about how much I fucking love this beer. So you can't order what's, this from here, right? Go ahead. What are you gonna ask? Oh, just what's the ABV? ABV? Oh yeah, eight percent. Oh god, that's yeah. not bad. Yeah. So you can't order that and have it shipped here, right? No. So the only way to get this beer is you have to, to trade. You literally have to buy it from the tap room in Alaska. Okay. First of all, who is one person does not crack this open and says, "I'm going to drink this whole thing today." Mm. No, you probably had a dinner or something, right, with your friends? Yeah, maybe, but I'm going to drink the whole thing tonight, so. Oh, gross. Yeah. Why are you mad? Don't be mad. Dude, I've seen you kill a six-pack of Zimas in, like, hours. <laughs> I saw a store that still had Zima. Really? <laughs> yes, I almost bought one. Actually, Zima is actually They're selling back. them individual. individual. They made a comeback. Yeah, really? Zima's, Zima's back, yeah. So. I got to buy some Jolly Rancher stock, then. That's right. So, Danielle, what is your overall... So, tell me, like, scale from one to ten, what do you think? So as far as beer yeah, what goes, are we, what category? No, 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 this like what you drank, like what you think. I know, but like comparing it to beer on a scale of one to ten, or just I mean, just how much you like I it? I mean, just because I mean, compared to my Kim Crawford Sauvignon Blanc, it's not going to be like all that high name up. Name drop, right? You know, if I'm just comparing it to all the other beer out there, I would say it was probably an eight or nine. Uh, really? Whoa! Whoa. Yeah. Out of out of what a thousand. <laughs> uh, I mean, I would have. Uh, this is probably about. Hey, wait, hold on, hold on. Sorry, I, real quick. I just want to capture this moment. I want to immortalize it. Eight or nine on the scale of ten. If like, she's not, a, I can like see it. that. If she's not a beer drinker, it's better than like a, an average beer. Could I drink that whole bomber? I don't think so. Yeah, <laughs> I think I would. No, no. Maybe one glass. Maybe one glass, but you do like it. Yes. You would walk into a bar and order this bottle. No, if they had. Bingo. Wine, I'd probably <laughs> this is a dessert beer, right? Dessert, no, it's not, dessert no, it's not at all. No. This is not a dessert beer. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and we're going to take this conversation offline. God, that's so cool. Could you just get through it? Just get through it. Move okay. on. Move okay, on. I'm go, trying, go. I'm trying. Okay, and we will be right back after the end. After this. Back. Ugh. Back with a chicken sandwich. No, back with the blood. Back with the blood. Um Yeah, so I brought a case today that uh Ralph, you said you never heard of. I thought you were the What's it called again? Uh well it's been coined the name um the Hammer Murders. Hmm. Uh, it happened in Laporte. The Hammer Murders. Hammer. Like the tool. No. Yes, it happened in Laporte, Texas. Okay. Uh in the evening or actually the early morning hours. Of September uh, of 1997, September 27th to be exact, uh, they received a 911 call from a frantic 16-year-old Samantha Hayes. What is your emergency? Yes, my parents are sitting here with blood everywhere. On both of them? On both of them. You don't know what happened? I don't know. I just woke up. Want to check and see if she has a pulse? Oh, I don't want to. Oh, man. Oh, poor Kathy. 
Ma'am, are the officers in the house? They are. Okay, I'll let you go. Okay. Um, so they received a call at around 5 a.m. in the morning, and detectives uh, heard the call as well because the girl basically was saying that it was a crime scene. There was blood everywhere. Her parents yeah. um, were in the living room, and she basically le- sounded like they weren't alive. So the detectives in Laporte, as well as the first responders, uh, immediately set out to uh, the house, which was located on the corner of Carlo and Bayer Street in Laporte, Texas. Yeah. It was a pink brick house, and actually, if you Google Map it, it's still there. It's still a pink brick house, which is kind of creepy. I always, for some reason, look at the actual crime scene house if it's still there. Yeah, it's I been, do too, man. Yeah, so it's, it's, I, I do it too. Man. Yeah, it's been added on, but it's still the exact house. Again, it's at the corner of Carlo, uh, C-A-R-L-O-W, and Bayer Street, B-A-Y-E-R, in Laporte, Texas. Um, it's a very small house. If you Google map it, you can see the size of it, the original footprint yeah. of it, and you can see yeah. what they added on. But anyway, uh, Kathy Hayes, uh, who was 37 at the time, uh, and her husband, Charlie Hayes, were the victims of this crime. Their 16-year-old daughter, again, was the one that made the 911 call, and I'll get yeah. to how that happened. Yeah, horrible um, call, man. Yeah. the So they have two kids together, right? They had a kid... Charlie was actually they had so they have they had a kid together a, a four year old girl and they also had a sixteen year old uh, girl that lived with them who was Charlie's daughter from a previous marriage and she was the one that made the call because at the time uh, their youngest daughter was at their grandmother's house and the sixteen year old was in the back room in her bedroom asleep uh, she claims that she heard nothing uh, throughout the night she woke up only to hear. What she thought was her dad snoring uh, in the living room. So she, when she went out there, she yeah. stumbled upon this crime scene. And it was actually her dad who was, at the time, still alive. It was him like trying to moan and trying, like trying, to, like, trying to get trying help. Trying to like, get attention. Yeah, wake her up. Oh, and, my God. Yeah, so the first responders found Charlie in her, his blue recliner, which was all the way uh, laid back. Blood, obviously, everywhere. He had immediately appeared to have been uh, bludgeoned uh, in his head. Area. Ham, like hammer, hammer it looked face. like yeah. the hammer, which I guess I shouldn't have given away the title at first. But at the time, yeah. they just could tell that he was uh, bludgeoned. Yeah, uh, they did have a he did have a slight pulse, so they immediately uh, shipped him off uh, via life flight, life flight to a Herman Hospital uh, due to his visibly severe head trauma and the fact that he was uh, still alive. His wife Kathy, however, was on the floor, uh, kind of going into the kitchen area. Uh, she was found to be dead on arrival. Also, severe head injuries. To, again, what appeared to be a blunt object. Yeah. Uh, which was not immediately found in the area. There was nothing laying around. But there was, if you look at the crime scene photos, uh, it was it's terrible. There's just blood everywhere. Like, just, yeah. I mean, it's just all over the walls. It's just really bad. Uh, her shirt was uh, pulled up almost uh, over her head, and her sweatpants were pulled down around her ankles. And she had obvious bruises and scrapes on her knees as well. So. Obviously, initially, they thought that it was a sexual assault. Yeah. Um, however, they found out that um, it was not. They discovered that she was in no way sexually assaulted. What they later thought maybe is that she was trying to escape the assailant, and he was like grabbing her, and her pants just uh, came Kinda off, came and her off. knees yeah, were scratched yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. Yeah, from, from the like floor. Like just trying to get away. Yeah, so yeah. it was basically just her trying to get away. Oh, that sucks, man. Yeah. Uh, the police began searching for the weapon. They looked in neighborhood trash cans, neighbors' yards, anywhere else they could 
potentially locate uh, the weapon. It wasn't actually until uh, the next day in the morning they found it. It was actually it had been thrown into uh, the culvert, which is I found that too. It's still there on the the corner of the street. There's a culvert. You can clearly see it in the pictures. Like a ditch or something. Yeah, like a back in the old days, I used to call them a bar ditch, and I don't even know why it's called that. Yeah, I'm not going to go into that. But uh, nowadays, developed neighborhoods, we put in streets that have a sewer yeah. system and the, what you see now typically. Yeah. Um, but back in the old days, you would just dig a swell and put uh-huh. a, a cement culvert and then put your road over it. Oh, okay. And that's how it would drain throughout the neighborhood. So he just ran by and threw his hammer in. And it went wow. about oh, 10 yeah, feet. Okay. Needle in a haystack, they found this. I mean, we've talked about law enforcement finding stuff and getting lucky, but this was yeah. ultimately just good old detective work. Uh, there was no signs of forced entry. Neighbors said they heard nothing out of the ordinary. The family, by all accounts, kept themselves, didn't owe anyone any money, nor was there any looming life insurance policy or any other factor they could so think of. So just basically no motive. Good people. Uh, Charlie played a lead guitar in a band. Kathy was like a backup singer. Do you singer. know the band name? I'm getting to that. Actually, I was. Fuck I yeah. looked that up too. Because, dude, I, like, all I do is, like, all day is, like, I sit around, I think of, like, amazing band names. And oh, sorry, go ahead. I, I well, just, you're not going to want this I band name. I can't wait. Oh no, it's really bad. No, I, mean, I don't think you'll you'll see. I don't, I don't think you'll okay, take okay, this one. Go ahead. Uh, actually, the band was scheduled to perform on Hayes' upcoming birthday, yeah. October fourth, nineteen ninety seven, as the warm up act for Billy Ray Cyrus in Nashville. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, okay. the Hayes Band. The Hayes Band. That was his band. The Hayes Band. Yeah, they had just recorded a CD of Hayes' original music, country music. Essentially, yeah. I mean, Billy Ray yeah. Cyrus obviously is country. And that's what do you think? Hey, Brower, real quick. What do you think? Uh, how do you think Billy Ray Cyrus feels about his children right now? I think he's uh, hammering checks from all of them. What the fuck's he? Yeah, care? I would too. No, I'm just wondering, like, uh, you're a little cash, like cows. Miley Cyrus. What does he and... care? I mean, he's, he's a weirdo too. What's his other kid do? Noah Cyrus. I don't know. So I only know this because you said kids, and I, I thought, yeah, yeah. who are you talking so, about? So there's this other girl, Noah Cyrus, and she's uh, dating little Zan. Little Zan is a SoundCloud rapper. SoundCloud. SoundCloud rapper. Where we have our stuff. Lots support. of tattoos on her. On, so all these SoundCloud rappers, they have like tattoos on their face and shit. Well, that's we, who we use. So maybe we should get tattoos. Yeah. We could, oh, maybe we should get on our face. Uh, yeah. So the, the tattoos on their face thing, that, that's something that's becoming a little more popular. It than, is. Than we yeah. anticipated. Um, we should be looking at opening up tattoo removal clinics. I, I yeah. Think, I think What's going to happen in the, when they're in retirement homes? They're fads, man. This is a fad. People get tattoos on their necks and their face. It's like, what is your, what, what are you, what's Do you your think, plan? Let me ask you a question. Do you think, plan? so let me ask you a question. Do you think you sound like an old folgy or what? No, I sound like a practical person. Let me tell you something. Yeah. When I was 19 years old, yeah. I got into an argument with a girl who was 20 years old. She had like piercings all over her face. She had two eyebrows and her two, two, uh, Piercings in her eyebrow, yeah. Piercing her lip and like tons of her ears, ears, whatever. Fine, it's a little too much. And she started talking about like, yeah, this girl was twenty at the time. She's like, yeah. By the time I'm looking for a job, everyone's going to be having this. This was 
uh, 21 years ago. And that's not uh, true. Fuck no. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not saying I like to be right. But I mean, I knew you, you, I was right when I said that. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? No one's going to do this shit. Well, you could probably get a job at, like, at a bar, yeah, at a tattoo no, parlor. No, no, yeah, we live in a wonderful country. People who do that to their face, mutilate their face, and hate Starbucks. their dads and hate everyone, there are still jobs for those yeah, people. Yeah, there's plenty, yeah. Yeah, so there, there are still available positions. Yeah. But no one's going to ask you to sell anything for them. You know, no one's going to ask you to go present or be the face or the front of a company. Yeah. No one's going to ask any of that of you because yeah. they don't want to do that because no one wants to associate. You're definitely you. making your life a little bit harder. Well, for in the sure, work, for in sure. Work industry. Oh, I mean, hopefully you're independently wealthy. If you're well, you're going to you're going to eliminate creative, or you have some yeah you know, some way you can uh, follow your create creativity to a way that you can sustain life. Not be rich, but you can pay for your bills. Good for you. We have a good friend that lives down in Angleton that did that. He had like no tattoos, and when he started his own. Business, he now has almost a full body tattoo, you know, because he yeah. can do that. Oh, exactly. Because, I mean, he, he's chosen a career path that allows for that, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. All right, James, go ahead. Sorry. Well, I just want to, sorry, weird tangent. Go ahead. No. So, yeah, he was, a, he was apparently in a pretty decent band. Um, again, they had one daughter together, Samantha, who was the younger uh, of the two. And Charlie, like I mentioned earlier, had another daughter, uh, Tiffany, who was the one that made the 911 call. What's kind of weird is after this all happened, uh, a couple days later, she was Tiffany was interviewed, and she stated to the police that she went to bed around midnight, and her dad, Charlie, was already undressed and in bed. However, when he was found in the recliner, he had on uh, black Levi jeans as if he had gotten up at some point after midnight to go yeah. out, or maybe someone showed up that him and his wife knew, and they wanted to have drinks with them. Uh, there was a joint in the, an unsmoked joint in the ashtray. There were cigarettes, so maybe they had maybe someone they knew showed up was a theory because there, again there was no signs of any kind of break in. Uh, there were also pillows on the couch, and when Tiffany was asked about these pillows, she as if someone was making a bed there. She said, "I am one hundred percent sure those were not there when I went to bed." So the whole the whole crime scene was just strange. And as far as suspects go, Tiffany was numero uno at first because she was. The I mean, essentially not an eyewitness, but she was the one that made the call. And it was later found that her uh, boyfriend, Brian, at the time, was not very liked by the family. And they had recently found out that they were having sex and they wanted to get married. Yeah. So now you're having this uh, theory uh, coming up. And ironically, now Brian and Tiffany are and have been married. And almost since then, they have four children of their own. So... It basically, I, I didn't. I, I just fast forwarded actually to where they are now because I didn't want to go into too much detail as far yeah. as her being a suspect because to me it's not really where the case went. Right. Um, but she was initially considered a top suspect, and given her situation with her boyfriend, an yeah. obvious target. You know, they always work from the inside out, but they quickly were, for the most part, not a hundred percent able to rule her out. But they were able to rule her out. She actually was not 100% ruled out, though, because uh, she made it clear in around 2013 that in an interview that she didn't even get to know her daughter, I mean, her uh, her sister growing up. So they were, yeah. after this event, the four-year-old was probably shipped off to grandparents or something and to That's be so raised. Sad, man. And she was, probably the grandparents thought that she may have killed them, so she didn't get to really hang out with her um, younger sister because of this event. Yeah. And later in life got to really know her sister. Um, in 2013, Kelly Siegler, who was a uh, famous, I guess essentially pretty famous Harris County 
a courtroom bulldog, they called her. Oh, dude, I know her, dude. You know her, yeah. Have you ever seen her? Yeah. She... Dude, no, 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 I'm just saying, it's like, real quick, so, like, she was, like, you know, 48 hours, right? Yeah, yeah. Dude. She is fucking all over 48 hours, dude. The, you know, the crime show. Well, she had her own show, Cold Justice, for a while, too. Yeah. I mean, she's just like, she is a, a I don't want to say attention magnet. But yeah, like, I mean, no, it's, she's she, pretty aggressive. Yeah, very aggressive. Yeah. She, her claim to fame as a courtroom bulldog was that she sent 19 men and women to death row. Yeah. Uh, she, re- she was a DA for about 10 years, basically. And She's uh, a big deal here, man. Right. She, but she did fail to get a, a elected as the county's top prosecutor. So I guess she eventually just went her own way and went into obviously the Hollywood route. But uh, her team uh, focused in 2013 on this case. So she, and I saw the episode, she came back to Houston to her hometown. And I, th- I want to say, I don't know if she was from LaPorte, but she made it sound like that was her, her roots and like where she grew up. So, yeah. and I think her dad was a judge or something as well back in the day. But anyway, she focused on another top suspect. On the episode, she does interview Tiffany, and she herself quickly ruled her out as a suspect. But they focused on a guy named Craig Hauser, who was at the time also a top suspect. He was the second cousin of Charlie. Yeah. And his his mother lived nearby, about a mile away, if that, in the same neighborhood. Uh, he was known to have a short fuse, alcoholic, drug issues. Sounds like Briar. Right. In, in an interview with Tiffany, uh, she told uh, Siegler that she ran into this guy, Craig, at a, an event at a local, um, not a cook-off, but a, not a rodeo, but like a county fair. What are we got? Uh, person okay. rodeo? No. It was like some county county fair. She had a booth set up there or something. Like I don't know. Like a beer blood in the bayou booth? Exactly. It probably had a better. Like you would have like a meat sweats? Nice. She probably had a better easy up. Did they have with no rat holes in it? Yeah, it was probably professionally made. <laughs> so anyway, this Craig guy showed up and he knew who she was and she knew who he was. And he beelined over to her and he, he's like, hey, can we? And she hadn't talked to him since the crime. Yeah. And he's like, uh, can I talk to you about, you know, anything? And I just want to talk to you. And she's like, I don't want to talk to you. And he was kind of harassing her. And then he made the comment, um, he goes, because she started ignoring him. He's like, yeah. what am I going to do, beat you to death to talk to you? Oh, my God. So that always resonated. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> so he started, Craig Hauser started giving interviews on this episode as well, um, and of Cold Justice, and he was giving conflicted stories from what he wrote down in the police report, or was written yeah. down. So he was basically marked as, now numero uno in 2013. Real quick, do we, do we know what channel Cold Justice was on? Core TV. Was it so, Core TV? Is it? Was it? Or Dateline ID or something? You're, just, you're making it up? Yeah. yeah. I don't really know, to be honest. I'm going to Google it. Go ahead. I mean, you can Google Cold Justice. I'm going to do it right now. Because like, typically like on Joe Rogan, he'd be like, hey, yo, Timmy, like Google this for me. And he'd Actually, like be all over it. Call uh, Jamie Kilstein. Young what? Jamie. Young Jamie. Is that, is that the guy's name? His producer. That's what I they're called. Producers. I don't know. Well, our producer. Sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Our producer left the room. We got nobody. It's just the three of us. It really is. We barely Every once in a while, your doing. dog walks in. We need an intern. We do. Um, you guys, if anybody wants an intern, let us know. So, anyway, this guy was now living in Arkansas, this Craig guy, and the U.S. Marshals were officially given a uh, an arrest warrant, and they arrested him on capital murder charges, and he claimed his innocence, and he, but he was soon thereafter given a trial. Again, this is around 2013, 14. His trial began in May of this year and actually ended 
with a hung jury. So after all this, I mean, he was the main suspect. Yeah. Uh, they said without DNA or any new evidence, uh, the DA at the, at the time said that their office was not willing to take this case uh, back to court. And they said, do we think he did it? They, they, they were interviewed, the DA's office interviewed. And they said, do we think, we, that, do we think that he did it? This is what Harris County District Attorney uh, spokesman Dan Schiller said. What we think doesn't matter. It's can we prove this case beyond a reasonable doubt? Absolutely. And this case, and that's, you know, it's, it's valid. I mean, why would they try this guy again with no, apparently no DNA, no hardcore evidence? Yeah. I mean, why waste tax dollars money? Why? It's, it's clear to a lot of people that he is the, he has the most motive. He also had a crush, apparently, on her mom that was murdered. Really? So they all, she thinks that this was the, definitely the guy who did it. It had to be someone they know, they think, because, again, there was no signs of a break-in. But to this day, it's officially still listed as unsolved. Oh, so, my God. Um, so yeah. do you guys think, here, Brower? Yes. Do you, Brower, do you think that there's um, there's a psychopath walking around Houston streets with hammers waiting to kill everybody? Absolutely not. No? I think that um, when you use a hammer in a crime, yeah. you know that person. Yeah. You're not That's trying personal, to be. Right? You're not trying to be quiet. You can be quiet with a 22 pistol. You know that person. So they found the hammer in the in the ditch, right? right. So somebody threw it out. God, so and the uh, the blood. Uh, there was something also I found that was piqued my interest. I guess if you will, the blood when they did ran a DNA test on it, it was mostly uh, Charlie's. So they figured by that that he was murdered first. Yeah, uh, because it was mostly his for whatever reason. That's helped them pinpoint that yeah I thought that was kind of interesting but um which makes sense i mean you're probably going to kill the bigger of the two threats first yeah yeah right but um but i mean just that's just so brutal a hammer and, and then to not have any more leads is just mind-blowing exactly i mean like, someone's not talking yeah i mean so the other thing too is like you know you break into the house you like you said like you killed like the two obvious threats but i mean Whoever did, like, they were, they were not cold blood enough to, like, kill the children, right? They had to know they had a daughter. Yeah. And that she was there. So there was no sexual abuse, uh, or there was no sexual assault going on in this yeah. case. And I think, too, that nothing was mentioned, but I think it's something to be said that the four-year-old wasn't there. Yeah. And that she was at the grandmother's house. I feel like somebody would have known that close yeah. to them because. Yeah, that's a good point. Insider I mean, info. Because that kid would have woke up crying with right. noise probably. Right. Before the 16 year old would have and woken her up. I mean, it's like to me, that was that was never mentioned. And that, that was wasn't key, a, right? Yeah. To me, that was a big red flag. Why didn't that yeah. ever come up in any of the any of the articles I read that that they, they just didn't mention that? I feel like somebody would that did it knew that that four year old was going to be there. Yeah. And they probably knew that the, potentially the 16 year old. We have gotten up, but they would have just maybe killed her. Or what are you going to do with a four year old crime? I mean, you got to be some sick motherfucker to start doing that, too. I mean, killing it. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, just, believe me, there's plenty of people on this planet that are that disgusting. I agree. No, there are. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Anyway, it's unsolved. Yeah. So hopefully, so there'll be a break in the case. Another DNA East like Area Robert Stack bullshit, dude. I, I, I think DNA will. Uh, I think something will come of it. There's got to be some DNA somewhere. They're looking at maybe reverse engineering. Familiar DNA thing, dude. This reverse DNA. I'm hoping, man. Yeah, batches. I mean, 
Let's see what happens. I mean, Maybe it's just I'll... so much easier said than done. We're like, oh, yeah, you know, like, reverse, like, you know, Golden State Killer, Familia DNA, it's going to happen. But, I mean. It's I, only, like, done Do you know it. how much, like, work and, like, it's really, like, you have, like, professional, like, genealogists who actually do this stuff. I mean, it's it's a lot of fucking work, dude. It's not something that just kind of happens, but. Anyhow, okay, well, uh, I really appreciate Josh James. Thank you very much. So, uh, Brower, are you ready for the uh, Bayou section? Let's go. Okay, cool. We will be right back after. Say it, guys. DS. After back. We'll be right back after back. So speaking of uh, back, back, you know what else is back? Back to school. Back to right? school. Uh, but mm-hmm. uh, that's not going to uh, matter too much to one former Cypher ISD employee. Why is who that? Is now facing charges after allegedly having sex with a 15-year-old student. You know, the word allegedly, this chickens of confessing. We could, that was a girl. Yeah, we could change that. <clears throat> According to court records, 24-year-old Hannah Saboye uh, has been charged with sexual assault and a proper relationship with a student. Uh, for the July 2000, uh, from July 2017. Saboye allegedly admitted to having sex with a former Libai middle school student. Oh my god, Libai. That dude, I went to, I, that's where I went to junior high. There you go. You may know the uh, teacher. Even, you know, she's 24. <laughs> I know. Uh, even claims she loved the teen with all of her heart. Oh my god. Oh, it's a love story. Uh, state Cypher ISD officials were contacted April 2008 by an assistant principal who was made aware of the improper relationship. The incident was allegedly reported by another student. Always, who, who was super jealous? The victim, what a, yeah, exactly. What a rat yeah. fucking bastard! I know. Saw the victim in the victim, the victim. Saw the victim in Savoye in bed together at the victim's house and heard weird noises coming from the room. Documents. What say. kind of friend does that? Walks in like no that. fucking shit. Dude. Your friend, you pissed off. Savoye and the can victim. We stop real quick, just real quick. I just, I want to, I, I want to hit on the. This phenomenon, okay, like female teachers, like going after like young junior high people. Like, do you? Okay, let's let's be honest. Okay, think think back. Let's let's make our minds go back to when we were like fourteen or fifteen, like year old males, sixteen, seventeen, whatever it was. How horny were you? Very. I mean, like I I swear to Christ, like. I had an erection, I think, like 90% of the day Okay, back then. All right. Let's right? keep it. No, no, hold on, hold on. MC-17. I, okay, whatever. I'm just saying that, like, if... I if quit a, dicking if, around. If a, if a fucking hot teacher, like, wanted to, like, diddle me, I would be... I would, I, I would fucking just explode. First of all, where I went to school, the teachers, it was like old coaches with old man balls and their tight shorts and it was yeah, like I mean, librarians yeah. <laughs> whatever's this where are all these hot teachers coming know. from oh man that's what's I mean, different were, there was, there's listen, a difference I, I, I do remember like hot teachers right do you do yeah, you I, I do I, I, you I, don't I, you remember I'm going like zero you had like uh, yeah, like I, the like the denim dresses with apples on them and shit no, like I, that. I, 
No, I had if a couple of smelly breath male <laughs> teachers and some lesbians. Really? Which yeah. I didn't mean we're great, but I yeah. mean, I, I, we had fantastic teachers. But but you just never had any no, of this. No, like, no, no. And, and they, they, this article doesn't have a picture for this for this particular teacher. I have seen a picture of her, though. Um, is she hot? No. I mean, she, uh, there's, she's okay? There's been, yes. There's been plenty of other uh, teacher, student, female teacher with student teachers yeah. who are she's teacher, she's, she's substantially more attractive than this one. But She's teacher hot, but not bar hot. Uh well, it depends on what bar. I mean, <laughs> no, uh, it uh, but no, she's uh, whatever. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, uh, but no, there is a there is a we're in the midst of a phenomenon. Um, and and the crazy thing is, is that it keeps fucking happening. It does. Yeah. You know, do you think it happened when we were that age? I it, no, it did. I it definitely did. did. It definitely did. What if yeah. teachers start coming forward, forward and they're like seventy five years old and they're like, yeah, hey, I used to fuck like all my kids. Yeah. You know, what if they start coming forward? And we didn't know that. I, mean, I can tell you though, like you can you can ask like anybody from like any school. There was always like a teacher student hookup, like later on, like after the fact. Uh, yeah, or there like was, there was like it was like a formal thing, like they got married and like 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 never you, saw it. Never saw a female teacher to a male student. It was always, I did. A lot of, it was you're right. It was the other way around. Yeah, right? yeah he's like a cu- dirty coach that yeah, was, yeah, was yeah, the, like, the male like, like, right? like a thirty six year old coach. Yeah, you know, like I heard about my act teacher that uh, was hooking up with kids. Uh, yeah. later when I was out of college, I know I know a couple that actually I a cuckold. I, well, no couple couple. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, it doesn't matter. But no, yeah. So there was a lesbian type thing. That this happened. just in <laughs> breaking news. <laughs> Jaimes is beating Brower in fantasy football. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Anyhow, it doesn't matter about fans. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, Brower. Go ahead. So uh, anyway, another thing is is it? Let's get back to uh, most of the time. This stuff gets flushed out because these fucking kids can't keep their mouth shut and mm-hmm. these god dang camera phones and uh, yeah, you know. I mean, there's a video of him having like, first of all, there's a video of what uh, of, of the of, of an incident, really uh, that wow. has been proven. Prove it, yeah, exactly. So uh, it, it 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 it's mind boggling that that this can continue. Like, uh, how in the world is an attractive teacher showing up to school, knowing full well that all these stories, these women get ruined because of this? Mm-hmm. Why would they ever allow for this? this yeah, this feels like. It's stupidity. Yeah, it's crazy. Speaking of crazy things, a man was caught masturbating while watching school children in Friendswood after a simple police blunder, which I love this. Yeah. Uh, Friendswood, Texas. A local driver was recently taken into custody by an officer responding to a traffic accident after the suspect was found pleasuring himself while watching school children in a busy crosswalk in Friendswood. My God. They stumbled on this guy. So this guy, Stacy Lee Mintz, uh, 45, is charged with indecent exposure. Mintz was taken in after an officer responded to a traffic accident Thursday involving a black pickup truck and a blue car. Uh, oh, down, down there. The off car of, was flashing the truck? After oh, 528. Now, the officer had been informed both drivers had moved their vehicles to the empty parking lot of a nearby Walgreens. When the officer arrived at the scene, he mistook the suspect's vehicle, also a black pickup truck, for the one involved in the accident. The officer approached the, the third vehicle and was shocked to find the driver, reportedly Mintz, masturbating while watching the school crossing guard My and students God. walking through the intersection at Westbury Boulevard. The officer knocked on the window, causing the driver to stop what he's doing and pull up his shorts. At least he stopped. Yeah, exactly. Mintz was taken to jail. He made it a cop fetish. So that's, that's the level of depravity the city's going in. First of all, I thought... Cop it was- shows up and he just accidentally walks up to the wrong car yeah. and catches a guy pleasuring himself Fucking to jerking children. off, yeah. I mean... I thought it was legal. I thought that's why I was called Friendswood. 
<laughs> I thought it was legal in Friendswood. <laughs> no. So, but the actual vehicles involved in the traffic accident were parked on the opposite side of Walgreens. Whoopsie doodle. Whoopsie doodle. So, th- th- what are they going to tell their insurance company, the people in the wreck? They're like, I was distracted by a guy masturbating and I bumped into this car in front of me. Well, no, I think there, there was, those were separate incidents. I know. I'm just trying to make it funny. Uh, hey, another <laughs> wonderful thing about our city is our extreme, um, our lack of zoning. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, uh, you know the city, right? There's no, we have no zoning. Oh, it's weird. Here. Yeah. It's very strange. Um, I mean, that's why uh, I was, I was scouting a piece of property one time uh, not too long ago. And uh, this was a house, a piece of shit house, but it was a house. Across the street was a hotel. I mean, this is a neighborhood. And next to the hotel was a church. Yeah. And then next to that was a store. And these are all, this is look at, and they're all converted houses. Uh, And this is in uh, Acres Zone. Well, look at the crowbar. It's a house. And it's a barn. I mean, that's true. Crazy. Um, But so, like, there's a, uh, there's historical homes. Houston, believe it or not, there's some history here. There's houses that are north of 100 years old here. Mm hmm. Um, uh, down there off Westheimer, a house that was built in 1915, so a 103-year-old house. Um, there is a gym being built eight inches from it. Yeah. Eight inches. Yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, but uh, so there's, That's ridiculous. Yeah, it is ridiculous. This, the woman's, uh, woman lives there, Susan Anderson, loves this property. She's owned the real estate. 104 years old. No. Um, so she's like, she had offers to sell. She said, oh, yeah, all the time. At this point in her life, she's not interested. Um, I think she's a life partner. She, uh, they oppose, they don't oppose progress. Um, but a new build fitness center next to a historical home in this case equals a tight squeeze. Uh, I could see how it's a gamble. We could benefit from it or it could hurt us. But I mean, realistically, it looks disgusting. It, it, this, yeah, the city isn't guy has no flow, nothing. It's going to be hard to sell out a house. It's going to be like, you must like old houses and to working out. Yeah, I mean, I mean, look, being next to a gym, okay, that's that's okay. It's not like a, you're, it's not like a, a Greyhound bus stop or something. But it may go under and become like a nightclub or something. Well, yeah, I mean, they're, you know, now you're you're worried about any kind of business being there. Yeah, but I mean, who would ever want to live next to that? But you know, such as Houston, good. For yeah, Houston. some people like that. No zoning laws. So. Yeah. All right. Well, that's about it. Uh, we cool. we reached our limit. I think we're at about an hour and a half for today. It seems like it seems like these casts they get longer and longer. Well, we have uh, a lot to say. We do have a lot to say. Yeah, it's we, really weird. we like, may be playing with fire though. Uh, what you you think people like uh, less content? <laughs> I think that we they, like you guys. Just don't say anything. The vibe I the vibe I got at the meat sweat was that they want to hear more of me. So I don't know <laughs> when you edit it, Ralph. I think you just need to see how much minutes I'm talking. Yeah, how much minutes? Uh, so no, I'll tell you what. How, how many, many minutes? How many minutes? How much time you spend learning how to read? Yeah. What I, what I have noticed though is that so we we actually are we can look at our consumption rate as to like what people like how long people listen and. Our what they fast forward through? Yeah, and yeah. their consumption. Rate. You can't figure out what you fast forward through. No, 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 no. But but like as a whole, it's eighty. You can see if they finish it or not. No, like yeah, it's basically eighty five percent. So, um, people are listening to the entire thing, and then the the casts are actually longer than the ones that are shorter. Those ones are actually played more. So the longer right. or shorter ones? Yeah, no, the longer ones are shorter. Oh. Yeah. So, because um, they're I, more interesting, we get more depth. So. I guess so. I guess people want to hear. Us well, talk, hey, but. let's not forget to. We, 
be remiss if we didn't mention uh, the bus trip coming up this fall. <laughs> Let's funny. mention it uh, from now on. It's like a, a yeah. thing we just mentioned that we never yeah. did. Yeah, we're, so we, guys, we, yeah, the bus trip right is coming now, up. There's things working, and yeah. if you know when we do get things off and rolling, pun intended. Um, <laughs> We're, you know, it's going to be somewhere in the north side. We're going to try to go to some of those places that we don't normally go to. Exactly. It's so. funny because people ask me about it at Meat Sweats and as when it is actually going to happen. Well, just tell me and now. I do. I, I just, I so just we're said, trying to figure it out right now. That's what I said. I didn't know what yeah. to say. No, we're trying to figure it out. Make sure to follow us on social media so you can see where our next appearance will be. We'll be blasting it on classmates.com. That's right. We're going to get, right. we'll get really drunk and I guarantee one of us will ghost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be great. We'll be in a AOL <laughs> chat rooms talking about it. That's right. All right, I'm going to go ahead and cue the music. I right love now. ghosting. Yeah. Irish goodbye. I love yeah. the movie Ghost. <laughs> I love an Irish goodbye. That's <laughs> 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 <laughs>